0: Welcome back, everybody, to a very unique edition of O.A. News Overtime. I'm Jordan Hill. I'm outside Hartsville-Jackson International Airport. The airport got edition. Lana, the airport edition of the Overtime podcast. Uh, Jordan Hill, always with Justin Lee. Justin.
1: Jordan, thank you for joining me.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Auburn had a game last night. Uh, Auburn had a football yeah. game. <laughs> so where do we want to start? 28-20. Penn State wins, Auburn was right there, had a couple drives late where it looked like they had a chance to, at the very least, tie the game. Didn't come to pass, turnover on downs on one drive, and then Auburn just simply ran out of time on the second right. one. Uh, just what what do you mainly really want to jump into about the game and how it played out for Auburn?
1: You tell me, and you tell me about the environment, first of all, I guess. That was the story all week going in, right, is the whole environment. So you were there. Uh, what was
0: What was it like in Happy Valley? For sure. It was loud. I feel safe to say it was not the loudest stadium I've ever been in, but it was definitely loud. And you saw it a few times, um, a few false starts. I know, uh, and another one late, Bardarius him kind of got away with a false start. Um, but on the whole, I didn't think it, you know, really rattled Auburn. I didn't get the sense that, you know, they were having no. to call timeouts out of confusion. Um, so it was fun. I mean, I enjoyed, you know, from being a rider up in the press box, it was cool, and the press box shook probably 80% of the time, so that was that was a little, you know, uh, kept you on your toes. But, but yeah, I mean, it was loud, but I wouldn't say, you know, like you, you tweeted the Joe Burrow talking about uh, LSU. <laughs> and Like, no, nah, I mean, I, I, there's still plenty of stadiums, I think, that are louder. But, I mean, it made for a fun environment, and on the whole, I don't think it really affected Auburn. Like, we thought it could because clearly, you know, communication was going to be a big factor. And again, there were a few penalties, but on the whole, I didn't think it really rattled Auburn too much.
1: Well, Jordan, just uh, what's been on your mind, man, on the plane ride, everything else? Uh, I know every Auburn fan, everyone out there, has plenty on their mind. You know, uh, after you know a play call or two that uh, didn't make a lot of sense, <laughs> and uh, just what's uh, yeah, what's your what's your kind of takeaway? I don't know what's been on your mind.
0: A couple things. I just think that they, they waited too long to really get Tank going in the second half. I mean, and he made up for it. I mean, he was running hard once they really got him going, and it was kind of out of necessity after, which I'm sure we're going to talk about, that receiver pass that just, I mean, ultimately the worst possible scenario wound up playing out. And it cost it Auburn big. And, I mean, that led to a big Penn State score that made it a double-digit lead for the Nittany Lions. Um, so that was big. I mean, running tank and and Jarquez looked great. I mean, yeah. you know, the fact he ran, I mean, he hurtled a dude like in in crunch time. Um, so you know, I think they could have ran a lot more with those two. I think that they were really hurting Penn State by by running the ball, and I don't think they did it quite enough. And then the fourth no. and two, and the fourth and two call. I mean, you gotta get the ball to tank, and, and even if you're not handing it to him, you gotta run him out of the backfield, and maybe throw it to him. But if you if you need two yards you got to trust Tank Bigsby, and, and they didn't. And they called a goal line fade, which, I don't know, it feels like that very seldomly works. And I, uh, it did not work for Auburn.
1: I, I've never seen it work. And uh, <laughs> outside the NFL, I mean, but, you know, uh, but anyway, and it certainly never worked at Auburn. I mean, it's like for the Auburn viewer, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like, oh, remember when Cam Newton used to throw those goal line fades?
0: No. no. Every fan base that I'm aware of is just – totally off the goal line fade I and mean, oh. it, it just doesn't work there's not enough room I mean it's just you got such limited space I just don't see I would much rather try to you know run like a rub route or something and try like on a you know, couple slants or something and maybe try to you know get Penn State kind of running into each other if you're going to throw the ball but I mean maybe even like an RPO like left. I mean Bo had a couple really nice oh, runs in this game
1: Oh, listen. I mean, I mean, you know, you talk about get the ball to tank or give Bo a chance. A two-step drop is not the play. Give no. give Bo a chance. I mean, I don't know how. And then, you know, well, let me ask you about this. Let me ask you. Let's get into it,
0: Jordan. Let's get into let's, it. Let's get into it.
1: All right. So at the in the post game, he's talking about. Oh, okay. Brian says. Oh, well, you know, we already have the script for that. We already planned that. You have to stick to the plan, which is avoiding the question because we didn't ask when you decided it. We asked you why you decided it, right? Yes. But then when he goes to, oh, there's five things that could happen on that play, you know, how did you, how did you, inf- what did you infer from that? Because I'm like, okay, yeah, every play has pre snap reads, every play yeah. has a skill, but uh, I don't know. What did you infer on what he was trying to get at?
0: I think he just didn't want to throw Bo under the bus. And I don't think you necessarily would need to throw Bo under the bus because I think, I mean, what Brian said was, I want to look at the play to see if that was the right read. And, you know, looking like, it kind of sounded like as the play was happening, horseman kind of wasn't watching. He was like, well, at the start of the play, I saw that the ball went up and that basically Kobe wasn't in line with where the ball was going. Uh, so, I don't know, but I mean, I, I think that's a, a play call that you can easily question because, and then it, it didn't work out. And then right. I was having kind of flashbacks to that South Carolina game last year where they still wound up driving down and still had it. I mean, I was sitting there like, man, I'm going to have to ride another Or, <laughs> like get some ready if Bo makes, you know, makes them, uh, gets them in the end zone there at the end. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's fair to kind of question some of the play calling, especially because at the end of the day, and we talk about it all the time. Get your best players the ball. Right. Yeah, had Tank visibly upset after that play, and he should have been. Yeah. I mean, you got to get on um, fourth and two. Like, if it's like fourth and seven, fourth and eight, like, all right. You know what I mean? But right. hey, Tank Bigsby can get you two yards. And he did it throughout that night against Penn State. Like, there was no real reason to question mm-hmm. that he wasn't going to be able to pick that up. Right. Right.
1: Uh, Jordan, Boenix threw the ball 37 times. Do you remember what
0: we talked about? Do you remember, like <laughs> specific, like number. I was like, "Don't." I was like 30, 35. Like thirty-five was really like danger. Will Robinson, danger, and yeah, and it didn't work. It didn't. It did not right. work. And Auburn very well could have won that game. And I think that you know, I think they all need to realize that. And and obviously, I mean, uh, you know, there's still a lot. I felt like I was about to quote Gus Malzahn. So you know, we've still got everything ahead of us. <laughs> right. Right. Uh but I mean, you know, it's it's not like a demoralizing loss. The fact that it was like, well, the season's over, nothing right. like that. But I mean, you had a game right there against a the top ten team that would have easily been, you know, the marquee win of Brian Harson's first year. And even at the end of the year, it, you know, very well might might have stood as yeah. you know his marquee win in his first year. And you just kind of overthought things. I mean, right. I, I just felt like they had the opportunities. And, and, and in spite of the pass rush, the pass rush was terrible. I mean, you know, I, I felt like last year we talked so much about the Kevin Sill Auburn defense, let quarterbacks, you know, look like their best versions of themselves. Yeah. And that's what Sean Clifford did last night. I mean, he – I think he might have been like 28 for 32. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it was ridiculous for somebody who I'm seriously – as I was walking into the stadium, there were Auburn fans – and Penn State fans just kind of talking. And I was pleasantly surprised. You know, a lot of it was in good faith and like, you know, good natured, you know, talking. And there were so many Penn State fans that were like, man, y'all are going to win. We got Sean Clifford. Like, oh, you know, right. like y'all are going to win this game. And then he went out there. And again, I mean, he looked right. like he looked like a, a guy that could go win the Johnny Unitas award. Like <laughs> they could, they had, they had no answer for him and they couldn't get after him. And right. I, it was, it was a very, you know, disappointing showing, I would say, for that pass defense in their first real test.
1: Right. I mean, you talk about last year, it was Stetson Bennett, like Felipe Franks two years ago,
0: Derek Garantano. Derek Garantano twice.
1: <laughs> 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 and, and like all of, uh, all of Kellen Mond's best games were against Auburn. Uh, it's crazy, man. And, uh, listen, I mean, we can sit here. And just uh, you know, second guess every single play, and and you know, but hey, man, this is our podcast where we share our opinions, so that you know, that's kind of what we're gonna do. Uh, but but yeah, and I, I'm just thinking about, uh, I th- I think it was a winnable game, Jordan, I really do, and uh, that's that's where you know, uh, you know, I'm sure some some, and I wrote this after, right? This is this is another thing you can kind of get into is, well, you know, a lot of Auburn fans are still. Some people are pretty like, oh, wow, we could not pass Rush. Like, this is a problem. And then other Auburn fans are like, oh, well, you know, I, I liked how they fought. And and obviously the truth is always somewhere in the middle. Uh, but, you know, I kind of wrote it like, hey, man, the, there's a lot of Auburn fans who are excited about Auburn football right now just because Gus Malzahn isn't the coach. And uh, and the thing is, after, after a game like that and performances like that, now Brian and Auburn, they have to start – you know, you got to start winning games that people want to win because people aren't just going to be excited just because Gus isn't on the sideline anymore. That's not going to work anymore when you're losing games that you could have won and you're losing games that, uh, that people want to win. Uh, so I don't know when I, and, and, and Jordan, uh, I mean, we'll have plenty of time to look at the rest of the schedule, but, uh, man, I, I had to tweet it this morning. I think LSU is a can't lose game all of a sudden.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's going to be huge and and think about what's around that game. Auburn hasn't won there since 99. It's yeah. not going to be an easy task. And, and, you know, even for LSU struggles, I don't think you can you can mark that a, like a, a definite win. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you, you hit on it right there with Parson, The fact that, you know, I mean, this was pretty much the end of the honeymoon phase. You right. know what I mean? Like now yeah. everybody's kind of, you know, the, the good nature. And, well, it's not Gus. At least it's not Gus. Well, I mean – You know, know, however that game might have played out with Gus, you're walking away with a loss and you're walking away with a chance. Again, you could have beat a top-ten team and you didn't. And you're trying to just, you know, make sure that that doesn't linger. I mean, because I think it was clear that, you know, there were probably some hard feelings among some of the players. And, you know, credit to some guys like Kobe Hudson who had that fumble I mentioned I right. went on social media and was like, look, you know, that was a mistake. I can't let it happen. I think maybe Zacoby McLean also because that targeting. He was like, look, you know, I, Auburn family, you know, I, I need to Boy. do better things like that.
1: Boy, um, let me tell you, man, you know how every game there's an awful call and everyone says, that's the worst call I've ever seen. Listen, man, we're coming, what, 24 hours, I guess 20 hours later? That was a bad freaking call. I cannot I get what, over it. Was, I don't know he's, what he was supposed to do. He's supposed to just let him. He was ex- about to extend the ball to the goal line, and he stopped him with his shoulder. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. That, I, I didn't. That was so. Like, yeah. I mean, we use that hyperbole a lot. I honestly think I'm going to look at that play a lot. You know, like at the end of the year, and be like, yeah, that was still the stupidest thing I saw. Like that. Was, I didn't understand it. Um, but anyway,
0: and I t- and I totally get, and I know we've talked about it. I totally get it. you try to take guys, you know, leading with their head, take that out of the game. You don't need to do that, but like he didn't really just no no no. I mean, just generally, like with some of this stuff, just use common freaking sense. Yeah. I mean, that that's just I just don't understand what uh, an official in that situation would want Zekobi to do other than he let him score. Was, uh, he was, but the yeah, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say he was not targeting. Like that was not his intent. So you may have called him on targeting, but he he wasn't targeting. So, and, I mean, uh, you know, the, what, what are the, we doing
0: here? The, the officials had quite a night. I mean, yeah. you know, that wasn't the first – I mean, they messed up the downs with Penn State. Uh, yeah. And I really thought that that would be a fumble return Penn State had. I was just sitting there like, man, they're going to wind up upholding this and yeah. this place is going to go nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. That, that – uh, I
1: mean, that that uh, fake punt was clearly a first down. Like I, I thought,
0: know, yeah, that gave him a terrible spot. And I was sitting there Burton, watching
1: – Whistle,
0: you know what I mean? Yeah. Yikes! I was watching James Franklin like surely he's going to challenge this, and he didn't even really seem to react like with the official right there. He was just getting the defense ready. Right. So like, oh okay, yeah, whatever.
1: It was tough, man. But you know, you mentioned uh, Zacoby apologizing, Kobe apologizing. You know, and I think about it, and uh you know, Auburn fans don't want to see that five times this year. No, they don't. They don't want Kobe and Z科比 beating themselves up. And, and Kobe shouldn't be beating himself up because that was a dumb idea right out of half uh, to, to to run that play right there. Give the ball to Tank. He had eight first-half carries. Line up and hand the fresh. ball to Tank, Bigsby. Everyone, yeah, everyone, every, and it, everyone, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how anyone can look at that play. And and everyone's like, oh, don't drop You know, Kobe shouldn't have dropped the ball. I know he shouldn't have. But there is no, like, check down. You know what I mean? If, if you do the reverse and he looks to throw, and the receiver's covered, bad call, bad job.
0: The guy's supposed didn't think
1: to be the, open, and if he's not open, you called the play at the wrong time. You didn't do it right.
0: Yeah. Well, I just think that that timing in the game just didn't make sense. Like, I could see right. if maybe no. they were kind of, you know, later in the game, and they were trying, you know, they were like in Penn right. State territory or something like that, but I was like, man, we are coming right out of it. Like, it was like they were right. almost like, all right, we haven't called a trick play today. Why don't we call a trick play? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it he did not work. And, hey, credit to Kobe. I know that he was targeted on that very, you know, that last throw that was turnover on downs. I mean, but he made plays after that fumble. Like, I, I feel like he really, you can't, because I saw, you know, I think a couple of people were tweeting at you saying, like, he didn't need to be in the game. And it's like, I mean, he, conver- he had a big third down conversion at one point. It was yeah. like. God, these guys are not going to be perfect. If you've ever watched a football game, there's going right. to be a missed tackle or a fumble. Right. Like That's just the way the game goes. But you just wait on those guys to get a chance to redeem themselves. And I'm sure Kobe felt bad after the game, but I felt like you know he did plenty after that to where that shouldn't be what lingers about what he was able to do.
1: Man, Jordan, you mentioned Twitter. Can I just tell you how I was howling when uh, <laughs> just the Auburn fans getting mad about screens? And I'm like... <laughs> Screen passes don't live in Orlando now. Like, no. you know, I'm sorry, every offense runs screens. If that's why you hated Gus, you hated Gus for the wrong reasons. Because everybody runs them, live with it, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, you'd like to see a screen to tank to get him the ball somewhere or other, you know what I mean? Anyway,
0: and we'd, and we'd heard a little bit about them maybe trying to get the running backs more involved, but, I mean, on the whole, we haven't seen that a ton. I don't think I saw they're... a running
1: back targeted for a pass. I don't He's think
0: what? this week. I remember Jarquez. I think that was last week, or or I guess yeah. Akron. That, but I mean, clearly that's that's a little bit different competition.
1: I'll tell you what, Jordan. This is uh, this is why all of a sudden I think LSU is a, a must-win game, uh, because after that you play Georgia, uh, and then you play at Arkansas, where Texas just went up and got whooped. Uh, yeah. And then uh, you have a little bye week to try to come up with an answer for Lane Kiffin. Uh, who's scoring sixty points a freaking
0: game? I'm telling you, since the start of the season, I mean, even before the season, I think that's a loss. And what I've yeah. seen from Ole Miss, I, I think it's I still feel that way. Yeah, and then and
1: then uh, then you got a road trip to only Kyle Field in Texas A&M. Uh, so uh, gonna be um, like I said, man. All of a sudden, you know, you didn't, you don't want to go to Death Valley thinking, oh my gosh. But, uh, you know, I don't know. And I don't know, man. And I love your perspective, kind of. So Josh Dubb, you know, I said LSU's pretty much can't lose game right now. And, you know, you can take that for what it is. I mean, obviously, Brian Harst is not on the hot seat. I know that. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, when, you know, Josh Dubb, who we know on Twitter and like a lot, just replies to me and says, so year zero is already over? And, and my first thought is, there ain't no year zero. <laughs> not in awkward. this position. Yeah. No, not in, not in the
0: situation here.
1: What, yeah, like, what do you think? I mean, because I what Auburn went six and four last year; they had a winning season. I mean, are you? I, I mean, are we? The, is someone saying that a losing season is acceptable? Because I don't think well, so.
0: Well, I think you have to look at as For me, a year zero is like a situation like Georgia Tech a few years ago, where they're totally scrapping the offense. It's a whole new look. Mm-hmm. I don't think Auburn qualifies as a year zero. You fired Gus because he didn't win enough. That doesn't mean right. – and that doesn't mean that anything less than 12-0 and is a failure, but but you don't go in and say, well, you know, we're, we're rebuilding. Yeah, we did just fire a coach, never had a losing season, but we'll be okay if we go six and six. Like, no, the standard's going to be higher than that. And Brian Harson would tell you that. I mean, the one thing that I would really appreciate it, and Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer, pointed this out when we were just sort of talking after the game. There wasn't the kind of, like, stepping around the loss, like, you know, to Gus's credit. I mean, you know, he did plenty of good things, but when they lost, it was always, you know, will we control our destiny? Everything's still sure. ahead of us. And I mean, Brian was like, you know, he didn't say we're pissed, but, I mean, he essentially said, we're pissed. We're not happy about this. You know, we, we came here to win these kind of games, and we didn't. Um, So, I mean, I did like that perspective, but, but that's the, that's the understanding they came to Auburn knowing that Alabama is right there and that there's not going to be room to win, you know, post five, six, seven win seasons. Mm -hmm. That's not going to be accepted. And there's not going to be, to me, there's not a year zero. I think in this, with these circumstances, you can't qualify this Auburn program and what Brian Harson took over as a year zero. And you, you certainly will give a coach more leash in year one, because I mean, it's a whole new you know coaching yeah. staff and
1: things like that. But, but that's year one. Year. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You don't get a pass. You think you think he gets a year one next year? No, <laughs> no, not at all. No. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's not a, This is not an Auburn volleyball build. You know what I mean? Like you know, he took over a good program. People were mad at Gus for losing with all the talent he had.
0: Yes, I mean, I mean when Alan when, when Alan Green made the hire, he talked about that the goal was to consistently contend for national championships. Right. Well, what are we talking about then? That's <laughs> yeah. not a year zero talk. That's not a year zero talk. No. And that's just the way it goes. Right. Right.
1: That's just how it is. Uh, well, hey man, uh, we need to we need to get you get your traveling continuing. Uh, yes. But, uh, going to Auburn. <laughs> yeah. Get on Let back me share
0: here. real quick. Let me share real quick just the trip. Okay. Fun trip, stayed in Philadelphia. It was great. Went and saw the Liberty Bell. Uh, went and saw the Rocky Steps at the Art Museum. That was really cool. So then we went to Penn State on Friday night. Got to check out a couple of different bars, kind of check out the scene. Really fun college town. I enjoyed it. I know you would have had a heck of a time. I would have probably had to keep you on a leash if you <laughs> would come. So it was fun. And then, then we went in and, and we parked, getting ready for the game. And so I had a parking pass. And I got in the lot, and uh, so I just parked in this, in this lot. I was like, all right, I got the, the parking pass for the slot. Well, I didn't realize um, there were uh, signed uh, parking spots in the slot. So go to high game. school? Well, and I've never seen that at any stadium. And, and maybe, you know what, you know, maybe that's on me. They probably, probably mentioned something in an email about, like, where you're supposed to park. Well, cover the game, miles. things go crazy. You know, ride the gamer. We wait forever to try to talk to people on Zoom. That was a total mess. Yeah. I'm finally like, all right, I got everything I'm doing tonight. So I walk out probably like 12:45 Eastern, and I walk back to the parking lot, and I cannot find my rental car. And I'm like, and I'm like, I know I'm in the right spot. Like I'm not on like the wrong side of the stadium. Look forever. Finally, uh, Bennett Durando and Christian Clemente meet me out there, and they're like, yeah, the, you're you're in the right spot. Your car's gone. So then I have to call, I have to call campus security. And then I, initially I called them like describe the rental car and they're like, yeah, we don't, we don't have a record of that. And I'm like, uh, well, it's, it's definitely not here. And well, now my car so just got stolen. <laughs> the, the nice thing was I had the keys and it was pushed to start. So I was like some, it's somewhere around here. So credit to one of the campus security guys, he, he drove me around. He's like, yeah, they'll just come and like just tow cars out of that parking lot and they, They just moved it from one lot to, like, another lot, like, 200 yards behind where I was. What? So, yeah. so I didn't didn't know this part of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the campus security guy drove me back there, and I'm just clicking the key, like, looking for it again. I'm trying to just remember what this car looks like. I've only been, you know, I've been driving it like a day. And finally, it goes off, and I get it. So, I finally get in it. I go pick up my buddy Evan, who lives in Philly, that was hanging out with me uh, for the weekend. And then we go back. I'm so full of adrenaline at that point. I was like, look, we're just going to go get the stuff from where we were staying. We're just going to drive back to Philly because that's where I was flying out. Oh, geez. So, so, I, so we got our stuff, drove back. I got to Philly at like 6.30 or 7, slept for like two hours and went to the airport. And, buddy, I'm talking to you right now. Hey, yeah,
1: I am. Jeez, dude. How long, is it, how long is it from State College to Philly?
0: Like three and a half hours. Yes. It was, it was, so did they oh, find no, you or no. did they- did
1: they find you, or did they just pick no? Up the car they and move just it? they just just picked it up and moved it. That's you know? insane. Okay, that's crazy yeah. to me because in Auburn, if they if they look at your car, it's a hundred dollars. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. if if they were going to, there was there wasn't any paperwork or anything like that left on it. So I no. think they were just like they just moved it yeah
1: well it's not your car not your problem (laughs) exactly you might be banned from state college and uh that'll never be part of the
0: (laughs) yeah exactly that'll be be hopefully that won't hang over when Penn State comes back to Auburn next year that's true hopefully they don't they don't bring their police department
1: no I remember one time we were in that's uh,
0: not that that's not their jurisdiction they can't do anything to me
1: I remember one time we were in uh, Austin and we parked illegally and we got a sticker that's like, one of those orange stickers that's basically like, we've recorded you, don't do it again. And we're like, all right, drove back. <laughs> like um, I'll never be here well, again.
0: <laughs> what was funny was Bennett Durando, if anyone listening, he's with the Montgomery Advertiser, he was talking about in Philly uh, the day before that, he had gotten towed. He went in and he what? parked somewhere. He had parked somewhere, went in, and I think had breakfast with so a friend. Came back, and the car was gone. Uh, so we, so when we were all out there, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I laughed at Ben and look at me, look at where I am now. Oh man,
1: I was getting, Well, I was going to say State College truly is the Auburn of the North, but but that was Philly. So yeah, yeah. man, they'll they'll get you here in Auburn. they, they, they don't play. No doubt. No doubt. Well, well heck man we gotta get you we gotta get you home then uh let's do it i'm let's wrap, ready let's let's, go. Wrap, let's wrap this up i guess any any final thoughts anything else you want to add uh hey man this is this is welcome to welcome to light and like this is what i put is like hey all right now the brian Harson era starts uh because you know the honeymoon's over uh you know it's not just scoring 60 points every game anymore uh and like i said uh, you know, like I said, people were excited just for a different voice and a breath of fresh air. Now you need to give people something to actually get excited
0: about besides that. I agree. I think you hit it right on the head. I would just say I would tell everybody to keep an eye out. The next few days there's going still to still be more stories. And uh, keep an eye out, too, about, you know, more talk about that Penn State game because they're playing Georgia State this week. Right. So, I mean, the focus is still probably going to be on that Penn State game, at least for a little bit.
1: Right. No, you're right. You're right. Awesome, Jordan. Appreciate it, man. All right, man. We'll get the same posted. Let's <laughs> do it. Drive careful. All right, man.
0: We'll do. All right.